listening to The Defiant Ones, a behind-the-scenes look at the world of Defy. Hey, what's going on? My name is Kevin Deers. Welcome back to The Defiant Ones here on the official Defy Patreon. Thank you so much for supporting independent wrestling and for def- supporting Defy for five years now. And uh, this this Patreon has been a fun thing to get to know a lot of the wrestlers who have made their way through Defy, whether it be the Defy Originals or people like Joey Janela that I'm going to be talking to today. We have two big events celebrating the anniversary, the five-year anniversary of Defy coming up here in February. It is the Defy anniversary month. So coming up on the tw- uh, on the 12th, February 12th, we have Defy Year 5. That is going down at Washington Hall on the 12th of February. And then on the 26th of February, also a Saturday, it's Defy 50, the 50th Defy event. Tickets for both are available now, so get your seats and uh, make sure you get your tickets before it sells out. It's going to be an awesome Defy anniversary month, so definitely looking forward to that. And uh, without any further ado, let's jump right into it. My interview, it's a little bit of a shorter one than my usual, but it is a fun conversation with the bad boy himself, Joey Janela, on The Defiant Ones. Hey, what's up? It's The Defiant Ones. You probably recognize the guy who I'm sharing a screen with right now. He is the bad boy, Joey Janela. First off, welcome to the show. Thank you, pal. Appreciate it. Where are you right now? Are you over in Jersey? Or are you in Florida? I'm in Orlando. I'm in my Orlando. car. <laughs> Word. Leaving the leaving the gym. All right, right on, man. Getting that pump in. Long week for you. Yeah, yeah. I got to get that pump in before uh, Sunday. <laughs> Would you say that this? Uh, and, and for anyone listening, this is uh, right before the uh, the Hammerstein show with GCW, the World on GCW. Uh, is this probably the biggest indie wrestling show you've ever? Well, actually, All Out or All In was probably uh, All In. Yeah, this is right up there with All In as a, a like a generational once once in a generation show. Um, so yeah, I, I put it right up there with uh, the initial uh, All In, and uh, it's right up there for sure. Being a being a Tri City guy and and you know growing up on the East Coast and being a fan of ECW, you must be like really hyped to to be wrestling at Hammerstein. Oh man, yeah, it's gonna be sick. I didn't get to see any shows when uh, ECW was running there. I didn't get to go to any of the one night stands. I've only been to one concert there, but it's a it's a uh, it's a unique atmosphere and uh, really looking forward to it. Awesome, man. Well. Uh, we, we, we try to do things a little bit different here on this show. We, we try to focus a lot on Defy. Obviously, it's the Defy Patreon show. But um, you obviously have many battle wounds throughout your years of wrestling. And uh, being that this is a video show, could you pick a scar on your body and show us, if you can, and tell us the story of how you got it? Well, this one right here. Oh, yeah. That keloid, that, that is from... Uh... That is from the roof pump. I kind of like that one a lot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, that is. Uh, I think that's from barbed wire, actually. Uh, when I got did the stunt with uh, Zandig, and I have a the scar on my knee is pretty brutal too. That's from uh, 
when I blew out my knee mm-hmm. against psychosis at GCW. So bad luck in GCW, lots of scars. Um, and, uh, it was worth it for, for uh, Sunday. <laughs> so it's kind of, it was kind of a trip. I, I follow you obviously on social media and, and you got that injury blowing your knee out with psychosis. And then I see you, you're at rehab with crowbar, uh, Devin yep. storm, uh, for, for indie pro wrestler, WCW, uh, that ha- did you know that he, did you get hooked up with him specifically, or did you just happen to go to the, the place and he was there? No, I wrestled him many times oh, okay. on the independence awesome. and uh, we became good friends. And when I blew out my knee, he reached out and said he would rehab me for free. Wow. It's like a 45 minute uh, drive from, uh, from my, uh, from my place. So it wasn't too bad, but since then I've recommended a lot of other wrestlers to him. Uh, most recently, Chris Dickinson, he's been rehabbing him uh, and his hip um, for free of charge. Um, it's amazing. He dislocated his hip. So wrestlers usually, if they're recommended to uh, Chris, he'll, he'll take care of them. That's, I mean, he he knows what it's like to be an independent wrestler and probably not have great insurance, if any insurance, and, you know, be be hustling out there. And, you know, when when you're off the scene and and you're not making, you know, the show to make the money on the shows, it's got to be hard. So it's that's awesome that he's able to to work with you guys like that. That's that's incredible. Yeah, he's a man. That's why I uh, made it a uh, mission to get him on a AEW, at least for one show. Um I got the rest of them in Philadelphia, you know, yeah. it wasn't a very long match or, but we've, we, we got a lot in and he showcased what he still has. And, uh, it was fun. It was a great moment for him and I'm sure his family. And, uh, yeah. it was a great moment for me getting him, uh, one last, uh, maybe one last, uh, opportunity in a big arena and a spotlight. You know, when I was, I was growing up, I would read all the pro wrestling illustrated and all those magazines after mags. And I would always see his name, Devin Storm. And for y- our generation, you know, might not be magazines, but online, you know, you're, you're really the face, uh, at least for a while now, of, of independent wrestling. And, and um, curious, what was your first introduction to wrestling on an indie level? Was it something you got into as a kid or? Yeah, uh, 1998, NWA Jersey, uh, Dennis Carluzzo. That was a uh, staple of independent wrestling. That was like really the first independent independent wrestling uh, company. So they would they would mix up a lot of they would bring in a they had a deal with WWF. They would bring in a lot of the lower card to mid card guys to main event the shows. And then they would have, you know, the up and coming smart talent that um Kind of like the forefather fathers of what independent wrestling's like guys like Devin Storm and um, Reckless Youth and uh, uh, Simon Diamond and man, the list goes on. A lot of those guys, Nova, probably. You know, I'm assuming Nova, Ace Darling, mm-hmm. um, Trent Acid, Johnny Cashmere. So these these are kind of like the four Mike Quackenbush. These guys are kind of like the forefathers of what independent wrestling is. They were the, the early Northeast stage of it. Initially the first super eight class. Um, that was like the first Northeast 
class of independent smart mark wrestlers. So, you know, going to those shows, uh, is that where you got some of these early photos? Cause you, you, sometimes you'll post on your Instagram, like these old throwback photos views really young with, with a bunch of wrestlers. Like, did you, were you like, uh, you know, getting to meet these people and stuff? Yeah. Like I have pictures of like from those shows, us for my first show, Psycho Sid, Public Enemy, um, you know, the list goes on. Gilberg. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, they brought in some, uh, some good names. And uh, yeah, it's just uh, those shows are cool. And then in my teens, I discovered Jersey All Pro Wrestling, and yep. which was uh, like, that was kind of the, the blueprint for a future of uh, indie wrestling along with combat zone. That's what kind of Jer- Jersey all pro is kind of the blueprint for what ring of honor would become. And uh, yeah. a couple years after that. And yeah, so I got into all that stuff, combat zone wrestling. I got into big time because I was big into the death matches and yeah. Yeah. That's just uh, basically my teen years. And uh, I found a way to get in pretty early and uh, you know, here we are 17 years later so i i actually have like old cringy you know vhs quality of me doing attempting backyard wrestling and doing stuff way out of my league were you doing that stuff or did you train it at a at an early age oh no i was doing backyard wrestling for sure um and uh i was doing backyard wrestling and then i started getting into the business started wrestling and on pro shows still backyard wrestling yeah but just training before the shows, setting up rings. And then I, in the later years, formally trained, which is a misconception. They pick up that story that I was never trained, which isn't true. I've trained at many schools and trained under some of the greatest wrestlers ever. So that's, that's about it now. You know, it's a long road. Is there one specific person you would kind of like, uh, point to as someone who you learned a lot from as like who you would call like your your main trainer this guy teddy fine he was a pro wrestling plug wrestler um supposed to start training with Trent acid uh showed up for a few training sessions obviously had demons ended up in prison um then um teddy fine kind of took over he was student he he taught us a lot and uh i trained with him for two years for uh, a couple times a week. So he was like a big uh, part of uh, me really grasping, uh, you know, putting stuff together. So, uh, and then uh, after that, Pat Buck, uh, yeah, who uh, it's now the Wrestle Bro School, it's a PWS school. He uh, He's trained many guys, uh, MJF, Anthony Bowens, uh, Bear Country, uh, Chris Statlander, he had a big hand in training a lot of these people. And he had a hand in training me as well. And uh, I trained there for a couple years. And, uh, yeah, that was really what, between those those four or five years of training, that's really what uh, escalated uh, my uh, in-ring for uh, myself. So then you start wrestling and, and when did you first feel like comfortable, like as you know, feel like, like uh, you're getting the hang of it and you, you felt confident in, in one of your matches. Do you, do you recall when you, when you first started to feel like it clicking? 
2009, it was clicking pretty good, I felt like. Um, and that was before all this. Yeah. But just like with in-ring, like, real was probably when I was wrestling for PWS's uh, Starman. They threw me in this Starman outfit. And Is that what, when you had the pink costume? Yeah. Did they, those pictures? Okay. In, yeah, yeah, yeah. They uh, gave me this gimmick based on the pro wrestling game. And uh, okay. it was getting out there, Bowery, on, like, video game websites and stuff. Yeah. And it's kind of this viral sensation, this jersey deal. And they were putting me in there a lot of, like, scramble matches with a lot of good guys like A.R. Yeah. Fox and Samurai Del Sol and all these guys. Tony Nice, all these guys that were uh, at that time uh, way above my level in ring. And those guys kind of brought me up to uh, their level. And then after that was uh, it was all upward trajectory after I left there. So awesome. Well, uh, Defy fans probably most recently um, saw you live when, uh, you had a, a banger of a match against Nick Wayne, incredible match. Uh, and then, you know, you had a very heartfelt and it seemed like pretty impromptu speech at the end. You both talked to each other and and you let him know that, you know, you came from a similar background. You know, you both lost your fathers um, and that you'd be looking out for him on the indies. Um, now, my question is, who looked out for you on the indies? Who Who took you under their wing? It's hard to say. I kind of always looked out for myself. Hmm. Uh, I don't really, I can't really put my finger on someone who has really like guided me through until CCW and stuff like Gulak, you know, kind of really pushed me to uh, the forefront there to get my name out there in uh, CCW and make sure I got on the shows and knew I was talented. So he kind of looked out for me. But this is far into my – this is early into my 20s. Yeah. I'd say I was about 23, 24 at that time, maybe 25 when I started doing CCW. So uh, he kind of looked at me in that aspect. But before that, I would say, you know, just various guys and kind of was just my uh, own guy always. Okay. Awesome, man. Well, I'm not going to take up too much of your time tonight, but I am curious about your time with Defy. You know, you you came in for, uh, early on with the Defy uh, first shows. We're celebrating five years now, which is huge. Um, how did you first hear about Defy, and and what was your first impression when you when you came out? You know, when we were all anticipating, you know, you 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 showing up, and then you show up, and you know, it, it was it was an awesome match and awesome first impression. What was your uh, experience like? for your first I was, show. I was awesome uh just the crowd was just insane uh, i heard about the crowd i heard about how hot they were and i got to wrestle with randy and um he's just awesome and uh he did something completely different and had a mix of uh everything and at that time was one of my favorite matches we just had the crowd the whole time and uh, I just got so into it. The crowd was so hot. At one point, I was throwing chairs in the ring. I hit one of the ceiling lights and yep. maybe broke maybe broke it. I don't know. But I was like, shit. I walked in the back. They were kind of mad. But I was like, all right. You had a cr- crazy match. Yeah. <laughs> Hold it against you. We don't think it's too broken. So, yeah, that was that. And then they brought me back uh, for a couple other matches. Mm-hmm. Uh, my schedule was kind of crazy at that time. So it took a little bit. And, uh, yeah, I the match with Nick Wayne was just uh, one of my favorites of all time. And, uh, you know, I hope 
to be back. I'll do as much Defy as possible, to yeah. be honest. Um, have matches like that in front of a crowd like that and uh, just supportive people and that come out and buy your merchandise and mm-hmm. just uh, they love wrestling. And that's like what you look for in like a independent crowd. It's like real supporters, not people who, you know, say they support the, the wrestling, but they never spend a dime. Those are the people they buy the tickets. They wait in the, this massive line in the freezing cold and they, they spend their money on, on wrestling and it's pretty awesome. So I love that building. I love Defy, and uh, yeah, I hope to be back soon. I'm sure I will. After having the match with Nick, I I, I can't see them not bringing this back. But yeah, I don't know. But I don't know. They said it's match of the year for Defy. I don't know if that was ever announced. But uh, you know, I, I I hold it dear, so I hope it was. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, being a, he's a 16 year old, and you know, he had something to prove. I think you came in, and you know. Not saying you have anything to prove, but just staying, you know, like you're, you're showing, you know, like you are, you know, killing it. And and it was an awesome match. So in my opinion, it was a match of the of the year, whether or not it's official. I believe it is. But um, I think, yeah, I think I think a lot of people said that, but uh, I'm not to toot my own horn, but <laughs> it was very it was it was a it was a wonderful match. It was one of my favorites of all time. Awesome. And uh, I hope to do it again, but I don't want to do it anytime soon. I wait a couple years. I wait till he's older. See where he's at, more mature. And uh, yeah, I would love to do that match again, but in two or, in two or three years uh, to see how far he's come and uh, tear it up again. All right. Well, maybe we'll get Janela versus Shaft. I'll just do some. Well, we did that. We did that one. Oh, never mind then. Never mind. Never mind. Yeah, we did that one right before I uh, went to AW and thought I was never going to do another AW again. But it turned out not to be the case. So, yeah, kind of had like this curtain call with me, Darby and, and Aubrey. And, that was a great show. You know, I'm still I'm still on the Indies fucking kicking ass. I, yep. I, I'll never leave the Indies. I don't know if I can find if at any time in my life in the next 10 years, at least signed to WWE, someone that doesn't permit me to do outside stuff. But right now I'm loving it and I I'm happy Tony lets us do it because I take full advantage of it. That's, that's a unique, uh, you know, relationship that you have with, with AEW and, and that, you know, he, your boss respects independent wrestling and, and he allows you to do well. It's, it's a very, uh, it's, it's a pretty awesome, um, opportunity you have to to be working on television and then being able to do what you love with indie wrestling as well when you when you have a product you only have three hours of tv a week you're not going to get everyone on you'll get them on the darts but they're not wrestling as much eventually your in-ring performances starts to retract not not you're not as uh, sharp as you would if you're wrestling five times a month even so i think younger guys come to AEW. Even if you're over there, even if they're using you, having you wrestle two, three times a month, take take advantage of the independence and don't don't kill the promoters and ask for an arm and a leg for a booking fee. Take that money that you get in merch fees and and booking fees and put that like a savings account or something, and just use that as basically a 
a platform to train yourself for the big pay-per-view matches for the big TV matches. And uh, I, I'll never half-ass any performance, whether it's from yeah. three people, 300, uh, 15,000. I never, ever, I put in the same work every time. So uh, I hope other people see my work ethic and are inspired when they get to the point I've gotten to. If, if, if you're on the Defy Patreon right now, he, Joey's hooking us up with a starter pack on how to succeed. So, you know, I appreciate you 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 throwing that out there for us. And, um, you know, we're going to let you go. But any final words for the Defiance? Uh, just thank you guys for all the support and stuff. Uh, congrats on the five years. I'll be back sometime this year. I'm sure. I think next month is the anniversary show. And I want to come out, but I think I have other obligations. But. I'll be back before the summer. I'm sure. If if not, you can call me a liar on Twitter. Cancel me for lying. <laughs> Joey, thanks, man. Have a good one. Hey, thank you, pal.